Hi everyone, this is Marilyn Bradford, and I would like to welcome you to my Left Turn podcast. What is your left turn? Writing a blog, parenting in a different way, letting go of the old because you are aware of something greater. Left turns are choices we can all make. It's about a willingness to step into the unknown in any area of your life, to trust yourself to risk creating or trying something new. It's about letting your true uniqueness shine. The greatest people who have lived, artists, statesmen, writers, explorers, musicians, have all been people willing to turn left. What capacities do you have that you have not acknowledged? What would your life and the world be like if you were willing to turn left? I'm Marilyn Bradford, and welcome to this edition of Left Turn Podcast. I have an absolutely amazing, though slightly sweltering guest today from Australia, Sarah Watt, (laughs) who works with Access, and she's all things about Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider. Uh, She wears many, many hats, and everyone just knows this very friendly, energetic, amazing being. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. And thank you for having me on here. I'm very excited. Excellent. Well, let's start with some left turns. You can go recent ones or some of the biggest ones in your life or whatever works. Well, I was looking at this as well, and it's funny, like, that you chose a left turn, which is, like, because I'm a left-handed person, and I don't know if that's something, it's also, like, this thing where people are, like, oh, you write with your left hand, like, that's something that's very different as well, Um, so I think, like, this left turn theme for me is something that's probably weaved its way through my whole life, Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, I guess it's always and I and I love this conversation too because I see the journey of life as being this like this continual path this meandering path that we all take and it's taking us through a lot of left turns right um and I guess my my left turn that I I generally steer myself in the direction of is happiness um I love how you introduced me because I think as I get a, a bit older in life I I'm starting to acknowledge and, and own myself a lot more as this happy person cool. um so I guess yeah and 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 of recent times I mean we live in this world where everything is so doom and gloom like there's not often that you have a conversation with someone and it's positive like whether it's with your hairdresser or your the, your partner in a relationship or whoever that is it it seems to take this direction at the moment of going down this thing of like, oh, this doom and gloom type scenario. So I would say my my real consistent and recent and very um, intentional left turns at the moment are, are steering me towards that, more happiness and more joy in my world. That's wonderful. And yeah. that's yeah, if I were to describe you really, you know, so she's happy. <laughs> she's yeah. and she brings you bring that energy yeah. to the world, to access classes. Really, I think you're one of the happiest people I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, I haven't always been that way either, Marilyn. Like, well, I think I actually always have, but there's been times in my life where I didn't think that was allowed. Like I thought you right. had to be very serious in order to be taken seriously. I thought you had to be serious in order to 
get people to do the things you want them to do. I've, I've often been in managerial type roles in my life when it comes to my work. And a lot of the time, um, I always thought to be, to get people to do things, you had to force them or get cranky with them or like show them this energy of, yeah. And, and I think I bought that for a very long time. And I'm, I'm definitely, as I said, claiming and owning now that you can achieve anything and still be really happy and joyful in the process. Yes. You made a yeah. choice. I mean, that is yeah. a real left turn. You know what? Yeah. Everybody yeah. says it's doom and gloom. I'm going over here. Yeah. Yeah. And also like this thing of just of working with people and creating with people where so often I've watched people really be forceful in, in trying to get people to do things. But I'm like, what if we actually lived in a world where the question could be from a space of what's going to create more ease and more joy here? And with that, like when you're in a situation of like working with people, colleagues or your family life, it's like asking people a question and functioning from that space of what's going to actually create more ease and more joy in this situation is automatically going to bring more happiness and more lightness to it as well. It's, it's inevitable yes. that, yeah. Yes. Well, and I love that you brought up the question because to me, that's a huge left turn. Yeah. I was like the conclusionary queen and <laughs> going to access, yeah. I learned to be in the question and it seems like you've, I don't know if you've always been in question or if that was also a choice or how yeah. that worked or. Yeah, no, I mean, as a kid, I think, and I don't know if it, I often think everyone sort of had the same journey as me, but maybe it wasn't. I mean, as a kid, I was so happy and I knew there was possibilities in the world. I knew if wow. I just, if I just asked for things, they would show up. I remember from a young age, I'd find money on the ground. There was just magic wow. all around. You it was this magical. sense of, yeah. But then you get to this age where it all just kind of like the doors start closing and you're like, okay, now it's time to conclude things and get serious and like have this, you know, but in the moment, you know, you're functioning in a space that's not like you, it, it, it's a choice. You've got to get to that place of realizing, oh, something isn't really working here. Yes. Um, yes. And it was definitely finding the tools of access consciousness. That was a huge left turn for me as well. Like this place of like, being in my 20s and thinking, you know, I had it all sorted out, you know, no one needs to tell me what to do. I've got this all sorted out. And then you find something like access consciousness where you, the, it, everything just changes in a moment and your whole world just becomes this continual motion and movement now. And you, you're constantly on your toes. If you choose to be in this place of question and choice has been still a journey and I'm still discovering it and enjoying it and finding it out. So. Cool. Yes. I think we can never stop. It's oh, it no. is. There, there's no end. There's no, no. destination really. <laughs> Not at all. So what brought you to access? Well, actually my brother, Brendan, Watt was sort of the catalyst I would say of finding the bars, which was the first thing um, I found in access consciousness. Um, you know, I've always, I, I think I'm, I'm grateful for many things with my family, even though I didn't have the best sort of childhood and upbringing. My mum was always a seeker. She was always someone seeking out the different things. Like we used to explore all sorts of different metaphysical and spiritual type things when I was younger, um, which I always enjoyed, like seeing the other side of life and never really just being like, you know, what people tell you is always true. Um, and then my brother, Brendan found the bars when he was in not a super good place in his life. Um, and my mum called me and was like, Hey, Brendan's found this really cool thing. You should call him. And 
ask him about it. And I did. And he, you know, being a big brother was like, look, just go and find someone, get your bars run and then, you know, call me back and let's talk about it. And I, I was living in Sydney in Australia at the time and looked up on the website. And funnily enough, Shannon O'Hara, who is uh, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness's yeah. daughter or stepdaughter, uh, was living in Sydney at the time. So she's the first person. I booked a session with her and, and went and got my bars run in her wow. house in, in Surrey Hill. <laughs> Um, that's pretty I mean I'm sure a bar session with Shannon was something else well the funny thing Marilyn is at the time I was like oh yeah this is pretty cool but you know like you see a huge tree right a tree that's been growing in the same place for maybe 50 years 100 years or whatever and that thing started as like some sort of tiny seed I think when Shannon ran my bars she planted some little seed inside my inside my world um that just started growing and it was like even though to begin with I wasn't just like oh access everything 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 there was somewhere just this little thing growing in my world that never went away and <laughs> it was it was it was really interesting actually um just just how it all came into my world it was it was very laid back and relaxed but mm. also very potent and powerful how it never left me from that very first bar session I've never been able to switch off from it if that makes sense or pretend oh, it doesn't exist or yeah, yeah. it seems very or your your journey seems very organic yeah interesting that you mentioned that tree that seed and, yeah. the tree and all of that that's yeah. lovely yeah yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> so what uh, other left turns come to mind well I think I think for me it's really about waking up every day and looking for those left turns. Like it's really, I mean, wow. I could, I could literally list so many in my life where, because I look at my family, right. And, and I adore them and, you know, I have a mom and my brother and my sister. Um, but I never really went, I remember thinking, oh, so my mom does this occupation. Does that mean I need to do that occupation? <laughs> like, I like that you said organic because I feel sometimes like I am like lost in a forest somewhere and just finding my way through life. Like it's this thing of like never really um, having a very, very clear path in my life where I was like, you know, some people you meet where they just know what they want to do and they're very clear on things. And I remember many left turns around that side of things as well from a young age being like well who do I follow here like is there a, a role model or a mentor or someone I can follow and watching you know the way my mum created herself with business and the way people are and I was like no I don't think that's going to work and then you know I was in high school and I really wanted to travel and so everyone projected at me that I'd be be this backpacker a lot of people in Australia when you finish high school you take a year off before you do university or college and you go backpacking around the world which is a very poor way to travel you're you know working if you can scrounge up some money somewhere and you and you're staying in hostels and I was like that does not sound fun to me <laughs> that does not sound fun at all and and so I was like you know and I I was like no that's not gonna work so i went and moved to a city and got a really good job and yeah so I think like as far as left turn goes I probably feel like my whole life I would like to think is a series of left turns like yeah. left turn after left turn where I come to this crossroads and I sort of look around at what everyone else is choosing and then I'm like hmm okay is that actually going to work for me and sometimes you take a right turn and the right turn might be following what everyone else is doing right, right? 
Right. And then you're like, I feel like the least amount of me that I've ever felt like before. But the cool thing about a left turn is you can just take another turn. Yes, you can. Yeah. You can choose yeah. again. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever have much resistance or judgment from other people? Because that's one of the things that stops a lot of people from doing left turns. Yeah. Yeah. I would say yes. Um, and I think sometimes whether through choice, well, I guess it's a choice that maybe sometimes I'm quite oblivious to that sort of stuff. Um, mm. And I know we we pick up on that so much, right? It's it's something, yeah. as you said, that really can be such a contributing factor to people stopping themselves. Yeah. Um, but again, finding something like access consciousness, where it really is all about, you know, the tagline is empowering people or empowering you to know that you know. I think probably before this last sort of 10 years of having access in my life, I was very concerned about what other people thought about me. Mm -hmm. um, I was very concerned that there was a certain mold and a certain box we should exist in, in our lives. Um, but I would say since finding the tools of access every day, it's like less and less of that matters. And I think, I think it comes to this point where if you don't have a point of view about it or you're happy for it to exist without having that resistance, even though it's out there, it, it doesn't play as big a role or it doesn't seem to impact you as much as it would if you actually bought it as something that was that was true and real. So, yeah, it's yeah. just that, you know, when you make other people's judgments real, then it really yeah. impacts you. When you totally. go, oh, how cute, a judgment. It's not real. Yeah. It's just their point of view. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's sometimes shocking to think even the people closest to you, like the people you love, probably yeah. judge you. And I mean, that before access, I would have had a really hard time with that. I would have expected if you're my friend, if you're, you know, I'm in a relationship with you or you're my family member, you can never judge me. But I think people just inherently do this a lot until they're willing to look at it themselves and make a different choice. So it's also, you know, there's a really cool tool in access that is your point of view creates your reality. So yes. if my point of view is like, no one's allowed to judge me, especially those that are closest to me, then all of a sudden you're just going to be so aware of every little judgment in yes. every person's world around you. And it just creates this constant fight this constant thing and I, I'd like to think now my point of view is exactly like you said no matter if anyone's judging me my left turn my trajectory here is towards more joy and more happiness in my world so then I can hopefully maybe invite other people in the world to have more of that as well yes it's a real being not a doing I mean that's what totally I do so much with you Sarah it's just you be you be that joy you be that happiness yeah. that's just awesome yeah yeah thank you yeah yeah <laughs> uh would you say a little bit about you seem to be very involved and enamored of horses and all of that would you say a little bit about that please <laughs> sure um so again my childhood I remember just being obsessed with horses and I mean I grew up on the coast like we always lived by the beach my mum married my stepdad very young and we were surfing we we're at the beach every weekend and all the while I was dreaming about um, being on the land and in the bush and with horses. And I was like always confused and we were very poor as a child. So I begged my mum for a horse and she was, she would just laugh at me basically because there was no way we could afford that sort of thing. So I'd get magazines or I'd borrow books from the library and just sit there and just, 
stare at these pictures of these beautiful creatures and any movie I could watch, you know, like Black Beauty, I was like just obsessed with these, these purely majestic and magical creatures. And I don't think I bought my first horse until I was probably in my 30s, late 20s, early 30s, something like that. Um, and never in my wildest dreams did I think I, I would ever actually be able to have a career where horses, I could work with horses and have them as part, as part of my life. So some other really big left turns for me have been knowing the things that bring me the most joy and making sure I have them in my life. Um, so, you know, I live now on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. I have a little property here and I have two horses that live here with me. Mm. I also have two horses that live in Costa Rica. So <laughs> the other side of the world that are also mine. <laughs> two horses in Costa Rica. Why not? I Why mean, not? <laughs> so like this left turn energy of like being told from a young age, that's impossible. It costs a lot of money, you know, blah, 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 blah. And not to say it doesn't, it's, it's not a cheap venture. If you want to have multiple horses, it, it does cost money, but I was like, there's a demand in my world where I need these creatures in my life and not looking at them in books and magazines anymore. I'm talking, I want to be looking out my window right now and watch, I'm watching my horse canter past the window right now, literally chasing my oh, other nice. horse. Like, yeah, he's putting on a show for us right now, running around in the paddock. So it's like that became my demand of my reality and some big, big, big left turns for me because I travel a lot for work as well, right? Yes. I'm, I'm around yeah. the world with access classes and, and I have my dog here as well. She's laying on the couch in front of me fast asleep. And I'm like, I, for me, these creatures are such a contribution to me. So yes. I, 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 yeah. my demand was to have them and I, I just must. And I'm always like, how else? How else can they contribute? And you know, when this opportunity to become a conscious horse, conscious rider facilitator, which is a, you know, a specialty um, class within access, it took me many years. But again, I got I got the prerequisites. I traveled to Houston, Texas and did the training. And then and now I also get to incorporate um, bringing these this energy of these beautiful creatures into other people's worlds and, and hopefully, again, sharing that with people and the joy for me that is horses yeah great did you find yeah. the i hate to call it the access way because that's not actually accurate but did you find the way that access works with animals and horses different or oh yes yeah <laughs> that's an awesome question too because the animal world like most things in this reality have a lot of judgments a lot yes. of projections and horses like you meet horse people and they are like next level judgmental, you know, small, like they have this tunnel vision, like what's your sport? What do you do with your horse? And if I'm a Western rider or I'm an English rider or I'm a jumper, or I'm an inventor, it automatically puts you in this box of how you ride the tack, like the gear you wear with your horse, how you treat your horse, what you feed your horse, how your horse lives. And I was just like, no, none of this is at all going to work for me. And so I started more on like a natural horsemanship path and learned more about communicating with horses. And then I found access and was like, whoa, I feel like, you know, we've worked with horses for hundreds of thousands of years, yeah. I guess, but at least tens of thousands of years since like modern and civilized societies come along. And I think since I found access, I was like, okay, I feel like whatever we've created in the last you know, let's say 50,000 years, we've just like maybe taken a little, little bit of dust off the surface of what's <laughs> actually possible with, 
with working and being with these animals and you see what Gary's created with this and Susie and all the people that are contributing to it and I'm like this feels like more like a deep dive into what's truly possible with with us and them kind of thing yeah that's so exciting that really I know right I think that's what lights me up so much because I'm like I feel like it's we're at the beginning of a new journey so yeah yes Yes, yeah. I think I caught the horse bug in Costa Rica this last time. <laughs> right. And it's horrible. It's horrible, and it's Marilyn. Horrible. Once Dang you've got it, you can't get rid of it. There's no cure. They said it's a progressive disease. <laughs> With no cure. There's no vaccination. No There's no cure. So we'll see where that goes. Rude. But that's very exciting. So you give conscious horse, conscious rider classes and yeah and it's really i'm still learning a lot of i'm watching my horse is still running around i'm learning a lot um like the journey that i see conscious horse conscious rider or the contribution it is to the world i'm sort of like okay what can i learn here and and i feel like it's a very beginning journey for me as well where i'm i'm still learning a lot about it myself but i think some of the best facilitators of things are people that are also on that journey with the people that they're inviting along like it becomes more of this conversation rather than this i'm going to stand here which the horse industry is so it's much more about i'm the professional and you're going to learn my ways yes um and the other thing i love about conscious horse like all of access it it invites people to know what they know about horses and and weave in their awareness and their you know very unique um capacities with horses so that we can see truly what else is possible based on what everyone's aware of so yeah yes it it seems to create a real the possibility of a real communion yeah because you're you're being you and the horses the horse never quits being it you know, it doesn't. It's yeah. very exciting, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and there's just this huge invitation for us to have that in our lives, like yes. exactly like you said. They they really are the epitome of vulnerability and allowance, and and every time you step into that and you're willing to be that with them, they yes. will invite you right into their world. They never, they're never like, oh, who are you? And what do you do? Like, they're just like, come, let us show you. Let us show yeah, you the yeah. things that we know and and let's like create something different together. So yeah, I yeah. love that, that togetherness. That's something they that totally I really experienced for, right? for the first time in a long time. So yeah. that, that was actually very cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, this has been an awesome conversation. If you had a few words for everybody out there just awareness or suggestion or question or what would it be well I love the theme and the title of this podcast like what what left turn like if if your left turn was was about finding and discovering more of you like where can you look for a path that is completely yours and be willing to like have all of you and Marilyn, the thing I'm working on and discovering the most every day more than anything else is how can I be more of me? Like truly oh, what is, yes, yeah, what is the essence of, of me as like a being? And, you know, everything I've had in my life, all of the things up until now have brought me to where I am. But it's like, what else is in there? Like what else is truly possible when I'm willing to just show up and ask and be more the energy of myself? So my invitation for everyone is to, go on a journey with yourself and discover 
Yeah. yeah. And discover what it is that brings you the most joy in this world and lights you up the most. And obviously horses is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's something like whatever that is for you, like discover it and play with it. And, and please also, I mean, I don't know how many people catch this podcast that may not know so much about access consciousness, but there is so much out there with this amazing modality tool whatever you want to call it um i would say also um dive in and see what's fun for you in the world of access consciousness as well because yes i love it it's it's brought me more than anything else in this world so far so yeah it's amazing and it's all and the tools and you can just take one tool and this tool and do whatever and works. play with it exactly yeah, yeah exactly it's, it's play yeah well yeah. thank you so much sarah this is really a joyful fun conversation <laughs> My absolute pleasure. My absolute pleasure. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much for joining this episode of Left Turn. I wonder what embracing left turns could create in your life. What magical possibilities might show up? Remember, when you choose left turns, you are joining a group of the most creative and brilliant people the world has ever known. Thank you.